You are listening to the audio portion of the QB Power Hour webinar series. The QB Power Hour is a free bi-weekly webinar series for accounting professionals presented by Michelle Long and Dan DeLong, who are very passionate about the industry, QuickBooks, and apps that integrate with QuickBooks. You can find out all the details about the webinar series at qbpowerhour.com. So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan. Welcome to another uh, QB Power Hour. Today, again, we're going to be talking about what's new in QuickBooks 2022. Uh, hey, that rhymes. Um, <laughs> so we'll be... <laughs> Oops. Uh, okay, go to the next slide. Uh, Michelle, you want to introduce yourself? Good morning, everybody. Michelle Long, CPA with an MBA in entrepreneurship and the owner of Long for Success. Very glad to have you guys joining us today. Today, I don't want to mention my books at all, but I want to mention a special book that I got from Veeam. So Veeam is, is a payment processing app. But anyway, it's the ultimate guide to accounting, a nice, big, you know, hardback book that any accounting professional would love to have on their shelves. But its best idea is the content. <laughs> Is you that hold that up closer to the, yes. Uh, to so the I, I have a nice little flask that I could take to the Chiefs games now. And inside it says, when I read about the evils of drinking, I gave up reading. <laughs> so anyway, shout out to Veeam for sending me this. I always love swag. And this was an especially fun one. So thank you, Veeam. You guys can check them out. Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> Yeah, my name is uh, Dan DeLong, owner of Danwith, worked at Intuit for about uh, 18 years, co-host uh, for today, and also do a weekly workshop Wednesdays where, oddly enough, we'll be talking about the same thing on the workshop Wednesday, what's new in 2022, um, at, uh, that's brought to you by schoolbookkeeping.com, where I'm the chief, chief content creator and also tech editor for the QBO for Dummies uh, series uh, available on Amazon. Uh, joining us today is uh, another guest. Uh, so, Ted, you want to introduce us? Uh, who are you and why should we listen to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bold opening, right? It's funny. I brought it up because uh, I remember when you were on last time, uh, we somebody missed the, your introduction and they asked that question in the chat. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> I've been getting that question all my life, so it's nothing new. Uh, wonderful to be with all of you again. Thanks for having me back, Dan. Uh, my name is Ted Callahan, and I've been at Intuit four years, and I am the somewhat new um, accountant business leader. Uh, so if you all knew Arige, um, I am the new Arige, or the successor to Arige. Um, like uh, Dan said, I've... Um, been doing a lot of different things, but the, my top priority has really been getting out into the community to get to know as many of you all as I can and make sure that all of our bold vision and plans are really anchored in the feedback from all of you. And so I've got a really contemporary read on that as well as our broader teams across into it. Um, we are responsible for providing not just the tools within QuickBooks Online for Accountant, but also shepherding the ProAdvisor program, which includes all kinds of fabulous training for you. And uh, we launched just last week the new payroll certification on the ProAdvisor cert. So if you all are payroll uh, specialists, I encourage you all to go check that out. Another way you can be differentiating your practice. Um, I also love to play guitar. I only played in original bands until um, I was in, uh, in, in business school, and then I was in my first cover band. So wow. that slide is a little misleading, I think. 
Um, <laughs> but it was so much fun. I definitely, I was like, wow, I wish I'd been less serious and, and been doing that more frequently. But, but great to be here. And it looks like Dan's having some technical issues. So Michelle, I'll hand it back to you to get Sean. Introduced. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Sean, would you like to go ahead and introduce yourself? And Dan, you might just keep the video off. I think that's yeah. probably a better idea. Yes. There we go. Sean, so, go ahead. Yeah. Good morning. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Sean Sturgeon. I'm a product marketing manager for QuickBooks Desktop Core. Uh, so that's like our Pro Plus, Premier Plus, Mac Plus products. Um, been with the team for about three years. Uh, before that, my background is uh, consumer packaged goods and brand management. Um, but uh, in my current role, I focus on the roadmap and also communication of those features, as well as just other communication strategies in general and uh, new product launches. Um, I'm also a U.S. Army veteran, as a fun fact. Uh, Happy to be with you guys uh, today, and uh, I'll be you know, helping to answer some questions as they come along. Wonderful. Well, thank you for your service, Sean. You. We're very glad to have you joining us. Yes, thank you for your service, Sean. Thank you. All right. So um, hopefully, hopefully you can hear me okay. Uh, out the webinars. Uh, they're every other Tuesday at noon Eastern. Today, of course, we'll be talking about what's new in QuickBooks 2022 desktop. Uh, we'll also be talking next time the advanced users and roles. Uh, we're going to be talking about customer service for accounting firms. Um, one of the things that uh, Ted is very passionate about is, is customer service and, and how uh, the, the accountant care team is, is, is working with accountants. Uh, but we'll be talking not for customer service for accounting, accounting firms, by customer service to their customers. Um, and of course, we have the, the people. Okay, Dan, we are Lost losing you. Yeah. Like Dan, I am going to go ahead and take over and share my screen. So, I'm okay. Back. <laughs> You're back? Okay, well, Dan, why don't I run yeah. the slides and you can right. talk you on drive. video only? I'll drive. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, so you know, you know, the and one of the things that uh, was is always surprising is where am I going to be? Yeah. Uh, and today I'm in in Pennsylvania. We drove up the weekend from Charleston to Pennsylvania. If any of you don't know, I'm uh, uh, working remotely from the road. Uh, so we're always uh, surprised on what uh, what what service we have. <laughs> Yes. So where? <laughs> so where in the be. hell RV? Right. Well, in the hell RV. Uh, it's called what the hell RVDoing.com. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So I think you covered the whole what's new or the details about the QB Power Hour, the upcoming ones. There's the link for the slides, the recordings, and the podcast. Podcast. If you all should need that. Um, so we're very glad to have you joining us. A couple of Q uh, admin things before we get into it on the Q and A. Please answer those in the Q and A box because that makes Makes it easier for us as well as some of the Intuit helpers to answer your questions, whereas in the chat, they do get kind of lost. But if you want to chat with one another and just put some comments and stuff, please go ahead and use the chats there. And then once again, we do have the handouts for you. Um, where you go get a PDF of the slides. And then we have some special resources surrounding the new stuff in desktop. And we'll share that with you a little bit later. Dan, you want to do the agenda? Yeah, so today we'll be talking about, again, what's new. Um, we'll talk about the themes uh, for, for this year's uh, version of 2022. 
uh, where it's really based on faster, some speed issues. <laughs> Hopefully, my, can't do anything about my internet speed, but uh, at least for QuickBooks, uh, we'll be talking about the speed issues that, that are addressed this year. Less data entry, money management, some connected service improvements, as well as the, the big drive around uh, the plus subscription. And then we'll just have it, open it up for Q&A. Uh, we do have the link there for uh, Linda Madeira's uh, Firm of the Future article, uh, so you can get that from the slides as well, and as well as on our uh, QB Power Hour uh, website, uh, we have a link directly to that as well. So all of that is summed up today, and uh, we have a little uh, contest on the next slide, or... Uh, promotion, maybe, <laughs> um, to spread the word, you know, desktop is not dead. <laughs> um, so um, on our website, uh, the QB Power Hour website, uh, there is a, a way for you to share uh, this webinar. We're, we're, we're live streaming it as well on YouTube. Uh, hopefully that didn't break uh, during that. Uh, but if you go to, and I'm going to put it in the chat, uh, the the webinar uh, replay that will be there. We'll have the podcast as well as all of the slides is, is listed there. Down at the bottom, there's a way to uh, do uh, share on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn, WhatsApp, or send it out via email. If you share it, if you share that page, just go ahead and put that back in the uh, Q&A, how you shared it. Uh, and then what we'll do is we'll enter you into a drawing for a $100 gift card. Uh, we'll spin that later. Um, and uh, also, I did twist Ted and uh, <laughs> Ted's yeah. arm uh, so that we'll, there'll be a second place for some Intuit swag. Uh, so uh, go ahead and uh, re uh, just share that uh, from the um, from the QB Power Hour website, and then enter in the Q and A how you shared it, whether it was Facebook or Twitter, LinkedIn, however you did that, and then that will enter you into the the drawing for um, you know for the for the gift card. So moving on. Wonderful. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. All we'll right. go ahead and uh, launch our first poll uh, because that's always a, a good question to kind of frame our, our webinars. What version of QuickBooks are your clients using? Uh, is it desktop, online, both, uh, or, or not applicable? Very good. And Don Bobbitt wants to know, does the store for ProAdvisor items still exist? Um, in the marketplace, we had that store where you could go buy shirts and logoed merchandise, and it seems like it went away for a while. Um, what is the status of that? Does anybody know? It's a it's a great question. One of the, as I said, I've been getting to know the community and talking to you all, and one of the big findings for me was the power of the QuickBooks um, merchandise to help you grow your practice, right? when we can be yeah. out circulating in the world. And so that was definitely one of the items I took back to the team saying, hey, we need to bring this back. So stay tuned. Wonderful. Um, but definitely we've, we've heard the, the kind of business reason why it's so powerful for you all. Well, yes, so Ted, in, in one of the sessions that I was doing at QuickBooks Connect a few years ago, I was telling everybody, because it was a marketing session, and I told them, wear QuickBooks merchandise everywhere you go, whether it's a hat, a shirt, a, a pin, you know, wear something, because people will ask you, oh, you know QuickBooks? And so it was actually, I think it was Blaine Oliver, or Blake Oliver, Blake or Blaine? Blake. 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 
Blake Oliver. Sorry, I had a mind freeze there. Anyway, <laughs> he was on his way. So QuickBooks Connect had a store. He went in the store and bought a vest. And in the airport on the way home, somebody asked him about QuickBooks and he got a new client. So he was immediately following up. Oh, my God, it already paid for the vest. You know, so it definitely works. People will see that merchandise and they will ask you questions. So, yes, if you all make it easy for us to order things, I think that is awesome. So thank you for that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah the, the issue the issue was that not enough of you were coming and using the store. And so that's why it was wound down. Okay. Okay. So, so it's like, I think it, we'll, we'll have to do some similar kind of raffle type giveaway to get folks to, to get after it so that they're aware. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Very good. Share the store. <laughs> All right. So Dan, on the, the raffle giveaway that we're doing, everybody's putting in our Q&A here for this webinar that mm -hmm. they just shared. Do you want them to put it here in the Q&A or did you want them to put it on that page for QB Power Hour? In uh, here on the Q&A so I can okay. collect who did what and okay. then we'll be able to, to do a, a, a prize wheel um, later on this afternoon. I got gotcha. you. All right. Okay. And there's our results. You can see we had a pretty even spread between desktop and online. The vast majority, 71% are both. So thank you all for answering that question. And I'm going to go ahead and move on. Okay. Dan, you want to go ahead and take this one? Whoops. Yep. Yeah. So the themes for 2022, it's kind of broken down into money management, uh, data synchronization, and, and speed. And then there's some extra things about uh, some enhancements with uh, connected services. Uh, so we'll, we'll be talking about these, these different themes. Now, when I, when I first uh, got a, a, a sneak peek at 2022, um, a lot of I'll be I'll be quite honest and transparent. A lot of the uh, my first initial reactions were, yeah, QuickBooks Online already does that, um, <laughs> and I think that um, that is going to um, resonate. I think with the uh, with people that that use both, but I think the really good call out about that is that uh, when I worked there, uh, things were very siloed between the different departments in in QuickBooks. So what I, I took out of that was that, hey, these, these departments are now communicating with each other and that gap between the difference between QuickBooks Online and Desktop is, is closing. So uh, let's go ahead and go to the, ne the next slide and we'll, we'll start to dive into some of these things. So first is a feature you cannot see, right? 64-bit um, support, which is, um, which is, this is an under the hood uh, feature. Um, but the thing is, is that it, it's it's for all versions and QuickBooks itself has been a 32-bit program forever, <laughs> right? And um, Windows operating systems are, I, I forget when it was, uh, when it was launched, but uh, operating systems and the chipset inside of your, inside of your computer has been 64-bit for a really long time. And um there are the Windows is, is, is stopping support for 32 bit programs. So we really needed to kind of get on the, oh, we lost, uh, I'm lost sorry. the slide. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I was trying to share the link with somebody. I forgot it was sharing. Oh. <laughs> uh -oh. Sorry. Let me get back to Zoom. Back, come back. Oh, wait, I was on the slides. Yeah. Sorry, we're, sorry. We're all not immune to the, uh, <laughs> to the technical issues here today. My bad. I'm sorry. There I was trying to post the link in the Q&A. I'll be careful. I apologize. Go ahead. <laughs> Not a problem. Um, we are human. 
but 64-bit is is ultimately going to make QuickBooks faster, increase its stability, and you're going to have some consistency with uh, with third-party uh, applications who are 64-bit that integrate with with QuickBooks. Uh, so it, it boils down to what what can you say? You know, um, I think in the next slide we have. Um, we have the, well, just how much faster is it, right? Because the uh, the lab testing and real world examples of, of doing it, there, there are far too many things that other people have on their computer to say, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be that much faster, right? But uh, in the lab, uh, they, they, they did the lab testing on the average file size of one gigabyte, which is a pretty large file, running a profit and loss detail on accrual, which is a pretty gnarly report. Um, and uh, it was 38% faster. Um, and the other testing that they did with, uh, with a 400 megabyte file and a customer transaction detail report, it was 31% faster. Um, so ultimately what it boils down to is that this will make QuickBooks more stable and uh, increase its performance issues. So for nothing else, that is a good reason to, to upgrade uh, your QuickBooks uh, desktop uh, because Windows is already 64-bit and it will, uh, it will just increase the stability and the, and the performance issues that you have in a, in a larger uh, company file. Michelle, did you have any thoughts on that? Well, I, I not thoughts, but just, first of all, I'm, I think it's great because yes, everybody always wants things to work faster. But I did have a question for you. Like, aren't all the computers now 64-bit? Like, what? How old would their computer have to be for them to have a 32-bit? Because desktop won't. It's not just that it's maximized for 64 now. It won't run on 32 anymore. Is that correct? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so you have to have a pretty old computer. Okay. To only yeah. have uh, a six, uh, so thirty-two most, bit computer. Most people should be okay. Yeah, I can actually answer. That. So, um, sixty-four bit support started in around I think it was two thousand seven, but most okay. computers, most computers built after two twenty twelve were um, sixty-four bit. Gotcha. Okay. But it's but sixty-four bit is two things. One is the hardware itself, and then the second part is the software. So. As long as you're on Windows, I think it's 8.1 or newer, and your computer was 2012 or after, then there's a 90, literally a 99% chance that you're compatible. Um, it's those older computers or people that on Windows older than 8.1 that um, that may need to up, update their software or hardware. Okay. Thank you, Sean, Thank for that clarification. Yeah, and Linda um, asks, does that mean that QB files can grow a lot larger? Or what does that uh, what does that mean? Um, you know, as far as sixty four bit supported and what uh, what the file size could could ultimately grow to. So we haven't specifically tested larger sizes. What we do know is that um, it is more stable, um, and so and typically this instability in the past was caused by larger files. So so in theory, yes, as as you are dealing with larger files, they should be more stable and also faster. The, as you saw in the example here, the larger this file size, the, the faster the speed increase um, that, that we saw. And the one gigabyte file was typical for ES customers uh, or enterprise customers. And the 400 megabyte file was more for the, the average plus customer. Got it. 
All right, moving on. So enough about, I mean, there, we could get, we could spend all day just talking about the 64-bit and what that means for, for a lot of people and uh, hypothesize if you have a specific question about that, go ahead and enter that in the Q&A. We have a lot of people uh, from Intuit uh, helping out answer some of those questions. Uh, so go ahead and throw that in there. Um, if they can't answer it, they'll reach out to you with, a, with an answer. Okay, so some of the other uh, features that, uh, that, that, are, that are available now because of the, the shift to a uh, subscription-based uh, model uh, is the ability to enhance some of the functionality that's, that's available with the mobile app. Um, and uploading bills is now uh, available in QuickBooks uh, Desktop now. Uh, so all desktop versions, uh, if you were using uh, the, the Pro Plus in 2021, this is an enhancement to the receipt management. So you were able to uh, snap a picture of the receipt and send that to the, the, the receipt section of the bank feeds and manage those things. So now you can do that with a bill. Right, so you'll be able to uh, upload and review the bills through the mobile app, uh, and you can also forward that uh, through email. Uh, next, uh, next slide. But yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> everything, everything, everything has a yeah, but right. Uh, but right now, you can't assign customers in class uh, with those uh, with the with the bill management. Um, so that is something that, uh, of course, is now that we've got a. Uh, a frame, a framework. Now they can in, um, incre increase those enhancements uh, as as things move on. So moving on. But it is nice that now you know those people that are like going to the hardware store, buying supplies or whatever. You know, going to get gas. You know, they can take a picture of that um, and capture mm -hmm. it. So that's great. I think it's exactly. awesome. Exactly. Um, and along with that, you can attach documents from the mobile. So. In addition to uploading bills or receipts, uh, you can attach just any other document, right? So uh, again, also all for all versions, uh, you just snap a snap a photo. You can crop it. Um, I've included the tutorial of how to do those things, so it'll give you a nice demonstration of, of how that actually happens, um, and, and you can upload that uh, to the document center. Next. Um, this is a, another a few few other screenshots of what you see in the mobile versus what you see in the in the desktop, and of course there is a yeah but, <laughs> right? So right now it's only JPEGs, um, so you, and you can't attach them from the app. So what it does is it puts that in the um, it puts that in the document center. So when you when you take a picture of of something that you're going to be documenting. Or, or wanting to attach, it'll put it in the document center so that when you uh, bring up that um, that transaction, you click on the little um, paperclip icon and that brings up the, the document center from the mobile and then you can easily attach it uh, from there. Moving on. All right, so now you can pay bills with Melio, right? So if you were using QuickBooks Online and the, uh, the deep integration that uh, paying bills and scheduling payments through Melio uh, is, you can now use, uh, it's a similar uh, workflow inside of desktop. So all desktop versions, you can, uh, you can pay your bills through Melio uh, using, uh, you know, their banking uh, options. So you, 
same thing. It's free-ish, as they call it, <laughs> right? So it's uh, it's free for ACH. Um, you know, no bank charges. Um, you know, you don't have to sign up for your your own bank's uh, direct in integration into the bank feeds to send the online payments. Um, you know, and they typically will charge a fee for that. Uh, you can also pay with credit cards. Um, so if you pay your bills that are typically not payable through uh, through credit cards, you can almost give yourself a float uh, by being able to do that. Of course, there is where the ish parts of the free ish mm -hmm. comes in, uh, and you would pay the, the the credit card transaction processing fee to be able to do that. But uh, if you're short on cash flow, it's a great way to to float yourself. Uh, and there's a tutorial on the YouTube uh, link as well. Yeah, but. There is a yeah, but, <laughs> right? Uh, so if you're using Melio Accountant with your QuickBooks Online, it does not synchronize to, you know, outside of the desktop file. So um, so you wouldn't be able to, uh, you know, do you do use the approval process that's in Melio Accountant uh, or, um, or the scheduling outside of that. It's all within the desktop file. Uh, and you can only pay one bill with one payment. So if you have small, uh, small bills to pay and you want to pay multiple bills, um, paying them with Melio uh, wouldn't work specifically. You'd have to figure out some way to consolidate that into a one larger bill and then and then schedule the one payment. Next slide. All right, so let's launch the next poll. Uh, Are you launching or am I launching? I am trying to find it. Where is it? There it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to launch it here. So are you planning to attend uh, QB Connect? Ted, when is, uh, when is QB Connect coming up? It's coming up November, uh, first week of November, November 3rd and 4th. And the exciting thing is November 4th is going to be an accountant-only focused day of programming that we're going to have for all of y'all. Last year, was it just one day? Or was it two days? It was, it was last year because of um, the virus that's been running around. Uh, we uh, had to scramble right. a lot of our plans. And so it was only one It was only one day. And so this year, it's now two days. It's still virtual, just for everybody's, right? Just set all the context. Mm -hmm. Because of an out of an abundance of caution, we're still not in a place where we're encouraging big you know, folk, sets of folks to come get together. Um, so we have a two-day virtual event planned. And we'll post a link in the um, in the chat for everybody to go check it out if, if you were unaware. But it'd be great to have everyone there. Yeah, looks like uh, pretty split here. Let me go ahead and share the results. About forty two percent are planning to attend. Um, so it looks like uh, going to have some good attendance here from our 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 audience. All right. So now um, some of the other uh, functions or features in twenty twenty two. Uh, being able to choose multiple contacts. So when you have multiple contacts uh, for, you know, multiple email addresses for for uh, for your for your clients, um, you know, when you're setting up the customers, you can have multiple uh, fields that are that are email addresses. Uh, maybe uh, you have a situation where you know billing, you know, for for sales uh, goes goes in one place and uh, proposals go to another. Uh, so you can have multiple email addresses set up on the, the customer file. If you had done that in the past, uh, it would just either, it would be either all or nothing, right? It would, it would send it to everybody or it would send to uh, nobody. 
Uh, now you'll have an, the ability to, to uh, when you have that, those multiple email addresses set up, uh, when you go to send, uh, send forms, you'll then be able to just select uh, the email addresses that you wanted to select, uh, uh, send to, uh, very similar to like what you see with, uh, with Outlook when you start, even when you start typing, it'll, it'll recognize that and put the, put the contact in information there. So it's just a lot easier to, to select from multiple contacts. This is a blurry Ooh. image. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie. Let's just carry on. <laughs> Uh, so being able to customize and email build payment stubs. So uh, build payment stubs is now a form, uh, form template in the send forms option so that you can uh, customize that email bill payment stub when you're uh, sending that to, uh, to your vendors to let them know what you paid. So you can add things like your, your logo and, uh, you know, things of that nature that, that you may want to customize how that bill payment stub uh, wants to want to want to look again. This is for all versions of, of desktop. Um, it avoids extra steps. A lot of people were doing that, you know, outside of uh, uh, QuickBooks to customize it the way they want. Uh, and then you can do this and email multiple vendors uh, at the at the same time. Uh, so if you kind of look back at at some of the the, the functionality, being able to uh, you know use Melio. Um, and, uh, and, and a lot of those uh, features around bill payments uh, is, is allowing you to, you know, just streamline your processes um, on, the, on the payment side or the AP side of the house uh, with, with 2022. Moving on. All right. And the only feature in, uh, in enterprise that's getting a look at is custom bill approvals. Uh, so if you're using QuickBooks Online Advanced and the, remember uh, us doing the, the QB Power Hour about, uh, about that function, uh, you do have now the custom bill approvals. You can set conditions that require that approval uh, prior to the, the bills are sent for payment. So this is for uh, enterprise. Um, I had some conflicting information about which version that actually was available for. I saw it in one place where it said it was for Platinum. Uh, and higher, or I also saw that it was also in all versions of, of enterprise, but it is an enterprise only feature, uh, whether that's platinum or all versions, maybe we can get some uh, clarity on that, as well as the accountant edition. Uh, so this will be, um, you know, just give you some extra security. And all of that then does, is done in QuickBooks. And we, we have the uh, link for the tutorial uh, as well. And Dan, I just wanted to point out on the link for the tutorials, I've had a few people saying, oh, this link doesn't work. That one doesn't work. So on the links, on our QB Power Hour uh, website, there is a page under archives and Dan will have it out there. And it's going to have links to Laura Madera's article. That's a great article she does every year on what's new in QuickBooks. So it's on Firm of the Future. It's on her website, quick-training.com. Um, well, thank you, Laura. It's like 22 pages again. So you have a link to that article. Plus there's a, a video, a little tutorial on each one of these new features. All right. So Dan's going to put those all in one convenient spot where you guys can access all those. And evidently I was typing in the, the link for the handouts and somebody else shared the right <laughs> link. So thank you for that. Um, I'm scared to copy and paste again. I'm scared I'll mess something up. <laughs> so don't worry about the links. They will all be there available yeah. for you. 
yeah, we, I tried to make one-stop shopping yeah. for, <laughs> for everyone, all on the, on the <laughs> Power Hour uh, website. Uh, so another thing with uh, data synchronization and the data synchronization theme is e-commerce integration is, is becoming uh, deeply integrated into QuickBooks Desktop. So there'll be a direct integration uh, with WebGility uh, in all desktop. You did I, it again. I know. See, I'm <laughs> sorry. Somebody else put that link out there. I can't copy and paste. It won't let me. Sorry. <laughs> I'll behave. Uh, so, <laughs> sit on your hands, Michelle. No. Uh, I know. We need, we need you to, to advance the slides, please. Uh, <laughs> but all desktop versions, uh, will, it will, uh, if anybody has used uh, WebGility um, with, uh, with QuickBooks Point of Sale, it's already deeply integrated. Um, you, you'll be able to synchronize with multiple online sales channels. The nice part about what I really like about WebGility is the inventory synchronization. So that if you're tracking your inventory inside of QuickBooks and you sell something through an invoice, that quantity on hand will flow back all the way to your online sales channel. So if you're, uh, if you're doing uh, selling on Amazon, uh, we had the panel last week, Amazon, uh, eBay, and Shopify, uh, all of those sales channels will be in synchronization because of the uh, the ability to uh, of webgility to synchronize in, that back and forth. So it's a really powerful uh, e-commerce synchronization. It takes a lot of the uh, the headaches out of uh, posting things on on your on your uh, listing things on your websites to sell, uh, as well as uh, that deep um, sales integration and uh, and, and um, integrate in inventory sync between the uh, between QuickBooks and, and desktop and it is supported in a hosted environment so uh, if you're using right networks or some of the some of the other cloud hosts WebGility has already gotten the uh, seal of approval from those hosts to be in that environment as well and I think you know? Dan this is one of my favorites um, in addition I like the faster with 64-bit but this is one of my favorites because so many of our clients, um, the push to e-commerce has been so great because of COVID and everything. So I really like this integration. I think that's one of my favorite new features. Yeah, and we did put a link to when WebGility joined the QB Power Hour. So if you want to learn yes. a little bit more about what WebGility does, that, uh, that link is in there as well. Uh, so now we're going to talk a little bit about some of the connected service improvements. So payments and payroll got... Uh, got some looks, looks at with desktop. Uh, again, you might say, hey, this QuickBooks Online already does this, and that's true. But again, it's nice to close that gap between between the two. Uh, so payment payment links is something that you can do now in, in desktop. Uh, and what a payment link is, is very similar to a statement charge uh, in desktop, right? So if you didn't have to necessarily create a uh, an invoice, a whole invoice, you can just uh, create a statement charge and then that flows into the, the accounts receivable balance for your customer. Uh, payment links are very similar to that. So if you have a, a late charge, for example, or some other service charge that you just want to invoice somebody, uh, bill somebody for, you can create that as a, as a payment link and then you'll be able to, to send that link to them uh, from, you know, directly from your QuickBooks, email it to them or however, and they can make that payment and that flows back into, into QuickBooks. Uh, and the ability to accept same day deposits. Now, this is not a free thing. Um, if you're needing instant access to the, to the, to the, the money that comes in, 
you can pay an additional fee and then that will um, I think it's 30 minutes is the uh, is the time to actually have access to those funds. Uh, so you can get those instant payments as well as the payment links in the payments in 2022. Moving on to payroll. So uh, payroll uh, also got some uh, in increased enhancements. So next day, direct deposit. Uh, so if you uh, if you you can uh, schedule your payroll to go uh, by 5 p.m. Pacific time the day before, and it will still be funded in the employee's bank account uh, the next day. And also the activation process uh, got some simplification, which if you've ever onboarded anybody uh, for payroll, especially the uh, assisted payroll service, both of these functions are just for the assisted payroll service. Uh, if you've ever onboarded somebody, some a lot of times there's a, there's a lot of back and forth uh, between that. So uh, the, the, the client can actually do some of these things to, to get um, onboarded much faster. There's some tasks that they'll be able to do uh, on their end and just kind of check off uh, as they do that. Um, so the question about is next day uh, DD automatic? Um, I think maybe we can uh, address that. If you put the, the specific questions about the functionality, if you put those in the, the Q&A, we can have our folks at, at, that are helping us with the uh, with, from Intuit to be able to address those or take those uh, offline if need be. Next. All right. So last year <laughs> we got our taste of, uh, what's the word? Encouragement. <laughs> Encouragement <laughs> of plus subscriptions. Now, today it's, it's only subscription only. There's no way to get uh, QuickBooks uh, desktop uh, without a subscription. Um, but what's included in that is uh, there's customer support, every new version, and then you also have some Intuit Data Protect. Uh, Sean, maybe you could uh, speak to a little bit about what the Plus subscription um, includes uh, and, and maybe the direction of how that subscription is actually uh, headed. Sure, yeah, happy to. So um, our Plus subscriptions, that's Pro Plus and Premier Plus, are essentially the same core software product as our Pro and Premier products, but include a lot of additional uh, benefits and services for our customers. Um, one of those is being access to the latest version. Um, so every year or however, whatever frequency kids that may occur in the future, they, whenever a new uh, version is released, customers will always have access to that. So that's not only the security patches, that's not only support for the latest operating systems, uh, third-party operating systems like Windows, but it also means new features as they come along. Um, secondly, there's the uh, Intuit Data Protect, which is, um, which is essentially a uh, data backup uh, service. We also offer data recovery service for our Plus products. So if a file gets corrupted, um, the, the team will, our, our customer support team will try and help uh, recover that. Um, we also offer uh, unlimited customer support. So no longer do customers have to pay for $300 a year for uh, unlimited customer support and access to our, our specialists, um, but it's included with our plus subscription products. Um, and then there's other things too, which, which are go beyond the actual core products. So it's the same user interface as our old Pro and Premier products, but um, it includes additional functionality for, for example, with the mobile app. So we talked about receipt management and this year we're launching our 
um, upload bills, um, which is basically the equivalent of receipt management. Those are very specific to the mobile app uh, functionality, which is only available um, with our plus products. And there will be uh, additional um, you know, features uh, that will be uh, enhanced um, with, these, with these subscription products that would not have been available had we not uh, kept our subscription lineup. So those are the, um, the high level benefits of our plus products. Obviously there's a lot of peace of mind that goes along with it um, and it should make it for more seamless uh, investment and, and also for uh, easier upgrades uh, in the future. Yeah. And if anybody's looking at the chat, uh, this has probably, uh, the hornet's nest has probably been stepped on, um, as the, uh, as, as the, the words are flying by here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's why we wanted to kind of talk about this last, uh, because we wanted to bring on Ted, to, Ted and Sean to really kind of speak to the, the, the plus subscription model, um, where, why, why, you know, and speak to that a little bit. Um, but one of the things I, I wanted to point out. Is, and we didn't even talk about it because it was last. It was introduced last year. Was the desktop manager uh, is one of those things that uh, that Bashan was alluding to that if you download the desktop manager, the deployment of the new upgrade uh, is is making that a little bit a lot easier than rather than you know going and down finding where where the where the file you know where the file is to download. Uh, uninstalling and reinstalling the the desktop manager will help manage that up update process so that it, it is still you have to you know download and reinstall and install QuickBooks, but the download manager will help help with that, right, Sean? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, but uh, but Ted, um, speak to speak to the masses <laughs> on the <laughs> on the plus subscription uh, direction. Yeah. So the um, yeah, I've been I've just been watching and reading the chat. So the this decision was one that the desktop team um, I think has been really trying to weigh and, and think about the right approach and the right time to do this. The the ultimate um, piece that gave gave I think us com comfort as we discussed this and debated it was right now if you think about how we're supporting desktop, we've got a team that's split across both versions. Right, that the the product um, that's on the desktop, and then also the subscription version, and so there's um, going to be a bunch of improvements just because of that sole focus on the subscription on the plus side of the news. The other piece, oh, did my okay? I saw an icon look like I just got muted. Um, I think the other piece that was critical here is that um, I've heard from a number of you, and and I would say. Not all of you, right? To be clear, there's definitely a lot of different pockets of opinion on this issue, like you you all have with many uh, um, different decisions that we make. Is that maintaining all of these different versions from each year can become really cumbersome for all of you? I remember talking with a couple who literally showed me 25 different versions that they were maintaining to keep their clients current, and so this this move will greatly reduce that administration and the overload. So I think that's that's just a couple of the points in addition to what Sean already said in terms of where we're headed with the desktop. Sean, anything okay. you want to add on? No, those are great points. And um, this also allows us to better focus on the subscription product. So um, as we, you know, as we looked at our lineup and we had numerous um, SKUs, numerous offerings across the board, 
it became very difficult for us to place our, you know, always limited resources across across all of those. So by focusing on our subscription products, um, we'll be able to deliver the best value, best product forward for our customers. And um, this allows us to be more competitive uh, internally versus, you know, products like QuickBooks Online as well as externally. And so we really feel that this is going to be the best way for us to deliver um, the products that our customers need and deserve. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and, and you already, um, you know, enterprises already adopted this uh, this model. And uh, one of the one of the advantages or things that I've noticed about about that, just by putting everything on the same playing field, uh, enterprise becomes more of a into the conversation when deciding, you know, what version of QuickBooks is actually best because. If, if we have to be on a subscription, regardless of what flavor we're on, uh, it's it, it ends up being not as cost prohibitive to you know go with the the enterprise software uh, in in that case, and you're getting you know far more features and, and accountant tools uh, when when clients are using that product as well. Michelle, I interrupted you. <laughs> well, no, that, that's a great point. So I was just going to ask a couple of the questions that people were talking in the Q, typing in the Q&A. And Dan had, a, or Don had a good one. What if the client drops their subscription? What happens to their data? So let's say the client's been using, you know, 2022, and they go out of business, or they don't pay that subscription next year, it stops working. What about the data? Like, let's say, you know, two years from now, they need to access that data you know, how can they access that data after that subscription expires and what exactly happens? So customers will always own their data. Um, so kind of, you know, like the Excel files that you have, you know, with existing traditional Office Excel software, they'll always continue to have that. Um, in terms of accessing the data, that's where they'll need to have an active subscription. So they can always open that file with um, with an accountant that has an active license with an, uh, an industry, um, you know, friend or partner, or someone that has uh, that has an active license. And we're also looking uh, at other ways now to try to also make that more simple in the future. Um, can't diverge any details on that as at this point, but um, that is something that we're looking to to simplify further. And so then when it comes to the accountant, as you mentioned that, so as pro advisors, so if we're buying accountants for, you know, for us pro advisors, we're buying the accountant version every year to renew that subscription. Do we have to keep renewing? Like, so if I'm supporting five years of desktop, I have to have five ongoing subscriptions or does accountant cover multiple years or is it each year? Can you kind of explain how that works for people? Yeah, I'm happy to, uh, to do a minute. Address that. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so with accountant, if you're on a pro advisor subscription, you'll always have access to the latest version, but you'll continue to have access to prior year um, versions that you were subscribing customer in which you were a subscribing customer. So, um, just taking last year for example, if you were a pro advisor in 2021, and now that 2022 is released, you'll still get access to 2021 and 2022. So, you do not need to maintain multiple subscriptions. There's no change to the pro advisor uh, package in that sense. I guess um, one of the slippery slopes that a lot of people will, uh, especially accounts, will okay. Well, what if I, I have, uh, you know, I'm a pro advisor, desktop pro advisor for for five years, and then I decide, okay, I, I'm no longer going to have access to. I, I don't want to support 
but I want to have still have access to those older versions. Would that uh, would that stop those older versions from working, or uh, if they decide to drop the the, the, the desktop uh, add-on for for Pro Advisor uh, subscription? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? <laughs> sorry. So let's say I'm a Pro Advisor desktop a Pro Advisor for for five years, and then in 2024 I decide to stop my my Pro Advisor desktop subscription. What happens to those uh, previously installed versions of, of QuickBooks 2021 all the way up to 2024? Yeah. So those there's no change to the existing Pro Advisor subscription. So how it's worked in the past in terms of yeah. cancellation and or access like that that's that remains unchanged okay that's that's what i understood it to be and i want to make sure that a lot of our accountants understand that as well that if you no longer have act if you no longer have a desktop add-on pro advisor membership uh you know for your pro your existing software will continue to work whereas the pro plus the way it is at, at this point that would not work uh, if you didn't have an active subscription, correct? Yeah, the only thing that we're changing this year is just not offering outright licenses for for customers. We're not in, we're not we're not proactively selling any more outright licenses, um, and so it's just more of a customer facing subscription. So the Pro Advisor, the way that the Pro Advisor bundle is made up, is completely unchanged. Got it. Okay, so I saw a lot of comments in the chat about clients are not going to like this, clients are going to be unhappy, yada, yada. So if somebody has a client who really wants to purchase it outright, they need to buy now before December 31st, 2021. Is that correct? Because that's the last outright purchase available. Is that right? December 10th. is December 10th. Day. Yeah, December 10th is the last day that 2021 outright will be available there's no change to the support terms for 2021 or any other prior product for that matter. So uh, typically it's, you know, three, three and a half years, which for 2021 would be May of 2024 is when that will no longer be uh, uh, supported by connected services. Um, and so, you know, after that point, then folks will lose access to, you know, any connected services, including bank feeds or payroll or anything like that. Um, and uh, in which case they would need to transition to a subscription uh, product in order to continue to be supported. Okay, um, Dan, did you have one or you want me to? Um, no, I, I go ahead. Okay, so Susan had a good question in here about the support. Um, and the reason I wanted to ask you all this one is, Ted, I know we've had you on previously and you were talking about, um, and I guess that, Anyway, you were talking about support, and I know it was either you or Sean that mentioned earlier in this where you talked about support is now going to be included. So can you kind of differentiate what the changes are for support? Because it sounds like it's now going to be included for our clients with their subscription. But how is the support for us pro advisors changing and improving? Because I know I, I heard somewhere I thought that you were improving that as well. So yeah. can you kind of address that? Yeah, thank you. And I saw that coming in the chat and I was going to say, hey, I'd love to take this one live for everybody. So the the um, again, as part of this big listening tour that I've um, been conducting, I've heard loud and clear from um, many, many, many of you about how we've let you down on customer support. That's something that we own um, entirely all the way up to our CEO, Sasan, um, and most recent account and counsel. He was like, hey, I personally 
have taken this on and asked our customer success leader, Martin Otriani, to make this his number one priority of resolving accountant support. Um, so that we hear you loud and clear. There are big changes that are coming and hopefully you all have already seen some of them being rolled out because we're literally watching um, each month um, the milestones and the progress that we're making. So the, the headline is that for accountants, we are moving support back onshore to the United States with the eye to improving quality for all of you, number one. Number two, we're changing how we train our uh, support agents such that they have much deeper understanding of the way that all of you work so that when you are coming in asking questions, they can understand what you're trying to get done, answer that faster for you. So we're hoping that first time call resolution and the speed with which we address your question will be um, greatly improved. The other thing that we're doing is that we're starting to try out um, hiring those that actually have a accounting or bookkeeping background into our support ranks and training them so that they, again, have more of that empathy from where you're coming from. The other big area that we've changed is that we've gotten the feedback specifically with payroll and payments that a lot of the, the information that our agents were using was out of date. And we've gone through and scrubbed literally hundreds of articles and indeed they were out of date. And so now we have a continuous feedback approach where we can be upgrading and I'm um, sorry, updating those articles in, in real time, because as you all know, we're constantly improving the software. We got to keep the knowledge base current with the changes in the software. So those are the big improvements, all with the eye to improving quality for all of you. And that's also going to be coming for your clients as well. We're just starting with you first because that's where the pain has been greatest. And you all, we, we recognize you all are a lot of the times your clients call you before they call us. And so we want to make sure when you're calling in on your client's behalf, you've got the support that you need. Yeah. And, uh, you know, be, being both sides of the fence on this, uh, on this particular issue, um, you know, is, is definitely something that, you know, I know from your side of, you know, from, from your point of view, um, yes, you want to, you want to drive the greater, greater uh, results, but, from, from the, it's not, not going to be something that happens overnight, right? I mean, it, you cannot make someone, give someone 18 years of experience through a training class, right? I mean, you know, somebody put in the chat here as a pro advisor for almost 18 years, I'm better than most of your support team with a few <laughs> exceptions. If, if you had someone with 18 years of experience in support, hello, <laughs> raising my hand, uh, yeah, they'd be, they'd be pretty good. Um, you know, and, uh, it's very hard to get someone with 18 years of experience on the customer support side of side of the house uh, or train that, uh, right. because training, yes. training is never the answer. It's got to come from experience. Experience, Yes. And, and that experience is going to come from bad mistakes, you know, <laughs> where, you, where you make some mistakes. So, uh, where are you focused on first with regards to, um, the, the changeover and, and the enhancement to, to support and, and uh, customer care. When you say where we focused first, could you be more specific, Dan? Yeah, like, uh, are, uh, I think you, you had said yesterday that the payroll is, is the, uh, is the uh, accountant support for payroll is where, uh, is where you're, you're starting first. Uh, is that 
Is that uh, so? That was yeah. So that when I when I when I mentioned payroll and payments, I was talking specifically about the mm -hmm. the um, the knowledge articles that our agents use to support mm -hmm. the questions. So that that was the first set on on that side. What we're doing is we're starting with accountants first. Um, we're also working to ensure that as we go through our pro advisor tiers, our our top tiers get the improvements first, and then we're rolling it out down um, through each of those. Right. So um, elite, platinum, gold, and then silver is how yeah. we're sequencing the improvements. We're also trialing some work right now. To your point on the time that it takes to do training. A big driver of why it takes so long to get an agent fully trained is that we train you on both, or sorry, we train our agents on both desktop and QuickBooks Online. And so what we're also trying is a single threaded training where we're going to have desktop focused agents and online focused agents to accelerate that training time so that they can be in the seat, to your point, Dan, and be taking calls sooner and begin getting that experience. Yeah. So I want to launch the last poll. Um, that speaks specifically to that, you know, have you experienced any positive changes when, uh, when you've contacted accountant, uh, uh, payroll support specifically? Yes, it's better. Can't tell the difference. Haven't needed to call yet. Right. So <laughs> if you well, haven't needed to call, you wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. And, and I would just like to say, Ted, that I, I do appreciate you and everyone else addressing support and everything, because what happens is to a lot of us who, yes, we are longtime QuickBooks people, longtime pro advisors, you know, some of us 20 years and, and a lot. Anyway, we got used to that really good support. And when, when you get used to something that's really good and it's onshore and they know what you're talking about and they can help you quickly, that then to see it deteriorate and to get bad, it, it hurts even worse because we knew what we had and we knew how good it could be. And so, you know, that is really important to a lot of us because, you know, like I remember when I was starting my firm and on my own and stuff, that was like my coworkers. It was like a peer that I could reach out to for that help because I was working on my own. So whenever I had a client and I, didn't know how to fix it or what to do. I had pro advisor support there. So when you take away that lifeline, it hurts even more because it's something we got used to depending on. And then when it's gone, people miss it even more. So I'm, I'm really glad to see you all taking the resources and the time and energy um, to really address it and improve it. And to all the pro advisors and everybody out there, please be patient with them. Evidently they've heard us and they're listening. You have to give them time because it doesn't change overnight, you know, so give them a few months. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. Michelle. We're, I, we're, I uh, actually, I actually needed to call. I needed to call support yesterday. And uh, <laughs> when, uh, when they answered, I knew exactly what I needed. I didn't get what I needed. And I, uh, and then I got the email saying, how did we do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, the la two, two final pieces on this, just for everybody's visibility. Um, what I'm discovering is that those of you who are logged in and you use the call me back feature, you get a vastly better experience than if you call in on the number directly mm -hmm. right now. And so that would be a, a behavioral hack, if you will, that I would encourage you, all of you to do. When you're logged in, what we can do is we can, I, we know who you are, we actually probably know who your what your issue is, and therefore we can have you routed to the right team for the callback, so that you're not doing what Dan you were just articulating, which was having to provide all this information and then 
not get the answer that you needed because you needed to maybe get to a different team. I don't know your issue. I'm just yeah. talking about it for the first time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was so late last night. The, uh, <laughs> and yeah. to, and to, to, to the, uh, to the benefit, it covered every, uh, layer of, of, uh, of platforms. There was online, there was enterprise, there was pro and Mac all thrown in the same. Oh, well. So I, <laughs> so I didn't, you know, I didn't expect the uh, first call resolution, <laughs> but I did want it to go to data services and, and mm-hmm. I didn't get that. So, um, so that I need to follow up on. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I really appreciate this. I think it's great. I love to see the new features coming out in desktop. There are some exciting new things out there and everything. And I'm really glad to see the attention given to support. So, you know, hopefully I'm going to go ahead and end this poll, Dan, or, or minimize oh, yeah. it here. Um, so hopefully everybody will be um, giving him some slack on that. There's a lot of questions in the chat and, and in the Q&A. And so we will make sure that we share all of your feedback with Ted and the team so everybody knows um, what you all are saying and they're listening to um, to your feedback. All right, Dan, yeah. last last comments? No, I think I think if, if nothing else for, for support, if you use that, I think that the big takeaway is if you're using that callback, because that's what they mentioned mm-hmm. to me on the phone, uh, is that, you know, next time use the callback, um, you know, because you're already in the program, you're already, you know, got, got your information already in there. You're, you kind of get to the right, right person, the right time or the first time, uh, with what it is that you're trying to do. I think if, if nothing else, that is a value add, uh, to the, to the webinar today. Uh, if we just change that, that function, uh, but yeah, in the upcoming uh, webinars, we have the QBO advanced uh, users and roles and then customer service uh, for accounting firms. So uh, we are booked out for the rest of the year uh, with, with the upcoming webinars. So I hope you keep continuing to join us uh, for the QB Power Hour. And, and don't forget... You. And don't forget to join us um, for the webinars and VCons um, at qbtraininggevents.com and go ahead and register for QuickBooks Connect. You see the link right there. That's coming up and it is free. Um, We'd love to have you join us for that as well. Sorry, Dan. (laughs) No, thank you, Ted and Sean, for joining us today. I appreciate your your insights uh, for our community as well. And uh, thanks again. Thanks, Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.